Happy Wednesday, family, and welcome to WWT Live. On today's show, let's see. We have a Mercedes Monet sighting, and Nikita Lyons has popped out to say hi. That and a whole lot more today on WWT Live. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Happy Wednesday, family, and welcome to another edition of WWT Live as part of Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. I am the Professor Gerard Bonner, GB, whatever you choose to call me. And there's plenty, and I do mean plenty, to talk about in the world of pro wrestling it was a crazy few days off the heels of the survivor series we had a crazy monday night raw crazy nxt last night and lots of other really really fun news to talk about but of course i am not alone like the great michael jackson he is here with us that of course is the main man he is the vice mayor or the mayor of all things vice whichever it is Said says, Said is here. What's going on, good brother? Happy Wednesday. Uh, we're still reeling from the weekend, honestly. It, is, it doesn't feel like it's Wednesday or hump day. There's a lot of things going on in the world of wrestling, and it just feels like there's such a level of optimism in the air for what we're going to see over the course of the next six months. Yeah. Like, yeah. if there was ever a time to embrace uncertainty... If there was ever a time to embrace uncertainty, it would be like right now. Yeah, yeah. These are facts. These are big, big facts. And of course, we can't really do this. It just doesn't feel the same without the boss lady. Now, she probably needs her own intro, but I guess everything WWT would serve as her own intro. The real TK is here. How are you, boss lady? I am good. How are y'all? Oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. Are you in your no limit soldier space? Um, this is actually a CrossFit company. I ah, dude, this is whole. It's like a whole nother life. I've done so many things. You see, you see how TK trying to match me. I uh, I I see. Dude, see I, trying to match my clothes. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! I am oh boy! I'm not going to. Yeah. You know, just give Dylan too much ammo. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. Speaking of Dylan, shout out to Dylan in the chat. Always good to see you, sir. Shout out to Bobby in the chat. JD is in the chat. Boza is in the chat. All the people are in the chat, and of course, feel free to share this because, uh, yes, the people are coming through, and we are wildly appreciative uh shall we start talking about some of our stories or all of those things uh well i guess the first place to start since her name is on the marquee we probably should talk about something that happened at nxt last night and that was our first sighting of nikita lyons last night she was hanging out in the crowd ironically watching uh the night's events and so it kind of gives us the thought that nikita lyons maybe is on her way back at some point soon. You know, when Nikita Lyons left, uh, it certainly seemed like she was on course really for stardom in NXT. 
Uh, it was during the 2.0 era, and a lot of things have happened. The women's division and NXT as a whole has seemingly changed quite a bit since uh, Nikita was first here. Let me ask you guys, how do you think Nikita Lyons fits into this current version and iteration of NXT? We like cake over here. I guess that's my cue. Um, well, a lot of people know me as the mayor of Vice City. As I can also let you know on this day, uh, November 29th, 2023 of our Lord, that I am also the Duke of Lionsville. So in that regard, I think she fits in quite well. I think a lot of people don't recall um, the Nikita Lions push before the torn ACL. She was starting to get a lot of marquee matches. So I think she kind of slides into that space where we're looking for our next new stars. And we've just crowned Lyra Valkyria, who got a big score against Becky Lynch. Nikita Lyons has the breakout women's contract. And we have a space where there's a lot of people kind of shocking for the next next spot. And we're going to see who emerges in the deadline match. I don't think she's quite ready to compete yet, but seeing her on programming is a good spot that we're trying to let us know like, hey, don't forget that this superstar also has next up. <laughs> Things just come out of nowhere. Uh, TK, your thoughts on Nikita Lyons, how well she fits in this iteration of NXT's women's division. Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of stuff has changed, but a lot of stuff has stayed the same as far as the women in NXT and the caliber. Um, I was just talking to somebody, um, and actually, I, this is going to tie all together. So you're doing Ashe this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, I had an interview with Charity King. Oh, yes. And there was a picture of her with um, a whole bunch of new up-and-coming wrestlers. Not so up-and-coming, they've been around for a minute. But uh, the state of women's wrestling and the new iteration, I'm really excited to see what that looks like. And Nikita, um, based off of her training and stuff like that, and like I said, we might have talked about her a couple weeks ago. We And I did post it a couple weeks ago, too. Um, we did an interview with her way back when she was at WOW, and she's breaking down all the stuff that she's done. And it's kind of like almost like she was built for this. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm excited to see her come back and how she is going to fit in. Um, one thing that we see with WWE and in particular NXT, the storylines are tight. So it's not like she, they, they're not going to know what to do with her. So that's a good thing. I feel like her being there, there's already a plan in play. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of, you know, as far as clearance, as far as, you know, the right timing, how it's all going to go. And um, I, I think with anybody, the end of the year is just a weird time anyway. Um, you know, people don't want to be working People get kind of lazy with storyline. People eating pie or drinking mimosas all the time. So, you know, it's just all over the place. Indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Let's run to the uh, chat because there is definitely some chat happening about Nikita Lyons. Bobby says it was great to see Nikita back on NXT. She has potential to be the women's champion. Uh, Eddie, good to see you. JD. I know I'm not a fan of Lions. I'm fine if she never returns. Wow. Oh, so I'm, harsh. I'm, that's harsh. strong. JD, I would love to uh, know what, why you're not a fan of Nikita Lions. Yeah, let's Dylan, argue. Yeah, Dylan says, who's Nikita Lions? All I know is Carmen Petrovich, who had a great match last night, by the way, against uh, Ariana Grace. Boza says her momentum uh has been impacted by injuries she would have already been at least a women's champion once if she wasn't hurt on the main roster who knows uh jeffrey says it's good to see her back 
And so, yeah, you know, it's. It, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, you know, it's 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 just interesting, again, just to see how far and how fast the NXT women's division has progressed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to think that, you know, during the time of Nikita's rise, it was as though Roxanne uh, was the golden child of sorts. Mm-hmm. And now Roxanne doesn't seem to be exactly in that space, you know, um, but there are others that you can look at. You can look at, you know, obviously Lyra is the champion. Obviously Lola Vice is one to watch. And there are a number of people to watch. You know, this Iron Survivor Challenge match that's coming up at Deadline, I think, is going to be very, very interesting to watch in terms of seeing who ends up being the next challenger uh, on the women's side. And so, yeah, I, I think it's a different environment that Nikita is walking back into. And it'll be interesting to see if that time off, you know, slows her progress or if she's able to pick up um from where she left off but yeah i mean you've got an improved last legend in there you've got takara jackson you've got a a number of incredible women and plus of course you have occasional infusions from the raw and smackdown roster you know like azaya lee um you know so it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh nikita lyons but yeah she did appear last night for the first time on nxt in quite some time so she's in an interesting space because she's one of the women who can be seen as a powerhouse but her move set is that of a striker so it's unique to see somebody of that mold and i think people have to kind of adapt to that but in her benefit this injury can kind of be a blessing in disguise because things have progressed Kind of look at it like a basketball player that was a rookie who maybe did phenomenally and maybe you take a step back, your coach benches you, you can see the game from afar. Everything begins to slow down. You get your timing, you work on your character and the things that you want to be. And I think with NXT 2.0, everything was so rushed, maybe that she couldn't develop that. So maybe when we see her again, we'll start to see who is Nikita Lyons. Like, mm-hmm. what, what is your why? What is your goal? Your timing in the ring with the strikes. You'll start to see those things kind of marinate a little bit better because, of course, once you're hurt, you got to get healthy. But then you go back to the PC where you can improve on those little nuances that maybe you weren't privy to in the past. So I, I expect big things from her. And I think a lot of the fans will gravitate to that because you'll see those improvements in real time. For sure. For sure. Uh, so from... One incredible woman who was injured to another woman who was injured. And we found out that she is on the comeback trail, arguably uh, the biggest and maybe the last free agent right now uh, in the space. Said, do you want to talk about uh, where is or what's happening with Mercedes Monet? Where in the world is the artist formerly known as Sasha Banks? So I'll uh, throw this to you guys. There was a hype video. That's exactly what it was. And, and I'll it play shows... it. I'm sorry? And I'll play it so people. Okay. So you want to play it first or you want me to just intro it? Um, it looks like, hold on. Oh, no, I can play it. One second. Take it away. <clears throat> hey. Hey. So now I'm solo that I can see under the skirt of an ant. Solo that I don't get high no more when I try no more. I just go hit. 
Solo my cup is a door my toe my friend Solo that I can admit When I hear that another kid is shot by the popo It ain't any bit No more Solo that no more high horses so hard that we follow When I do I cut the pony off Now there's a hole that once was a logo They said build your own I said halfway I said slavery of choice They said hi yay Just imagine if they caught me on a wild day Now I'm on 50 blogs getting 50 calls Then they questioning my methods in If you tweak it out on my text again Then I don't get reception here I got the mind safe to take us past the stratosphere I use the same attitude that ain't got us here I live for now, I don't know what happened after here I live for now, I don't know what happened after here Plus, what was meant to be was meant to be Even if publicly I like the empathy speaks volumes so we know about the ankle injury at new japan uh, for wrestling resurgence last year in long beach looks like she is finally to a point where training can be rigorous and healthy um one thing that stood out to me about this video is i think it's the hybrid gym or hybrid pro wrestling uh and my prediction a lot of people are thinking hey since cm punk came back that maybe she's a surprise entry and i've been really clamoring for uh maybe some leftover new japan dates but also maybe a possible lucha tour i think that's more probable than anything right now before we ever see like whatever the swan song is for the four horsewomen but it's good to see mercedes back on the men back training and this this video actually really makes me appreciate the art of wrestling the training the rolling because i mean the way she was rolled i roll like that i'm going down i'm not getting back up I, I, it's just it's, it's one motion so it's very important to appreciate at these athletes for what they are because they are special athletes and it really takes a special person to do what they do i completely agree it, it is an art form it is incredibly athletic and uh it's not for the faint of heart and it's not something that the average person can do and to your point uh about mercedes you know, I feel like, again, many are thinking, well, Punk is back, so she's on the way back. But I, I feel like a couple of things. For one, um, her and Punk are different. The scenarios are very different. And when you look at what she left to accomplish, you know, all the talk about finishing the story, she has not even scratched the surface of what it is that she left to accomplish. So I think for me, her coming to WWE right now is not the best move. She still has other things to accomplish and get done. You know, and I think about this uh, Trinity and what she's been able to do in Impact, that doesn't happen if she stays in WWE. She mm -hmm. has to do that outside of WWE. I think Mercedes has to do this outside of WWE so that when the time comes, should they come back in, you know, they can actually come back in in that space. But what I also think is so interesting is for all the things that Mercedes wants to get done, she needs to get them done outside of WWE. I don't think WWE will afford her the opportunity to wrestle regularly in Mexico, to wrestle regularly in Japan, to mm -hmm. do those kinds of things. So um, it'll be interesting to see what she ends up doing. 
certainly for this next year, but I am excited for her that she gets to train again and she's healthy enough to do that so that she can continue the story that she started. Um, Bosa saying WWE stands are jealous that Trinity and Mercedes took a gamble on themselves. Um, I, this is, I, well, I mean, I think, and this is this is the society that that we're in. I think because WWE is, you know, obviously the number one, and so you know, people, some people, and some people choose to, and some people expect people to stay there because they are number one, even though you know they might be sitting and catering for a year or wherever. And those are all choices. But mm -hmm. you know, sitting and catering and being treated a certain way, those are two different things. And um, I think everybody has a certain level of like, okay, I'll allow you to get away with this as far as treatment, but this is my breaking point or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they could have definitely stayed because they chose to leave. So right. there's, there's that. And, you know, I definitely do believe that they, 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 um, they bet on themselves, but they bet on themselves in the perfect time. Mm -hmm. Keyword, it was a choice. There's that. If there's like five or 10 years ago, that would have been something totally different. But we have so many options now. You know, mm -hmm. the, the fact that we can talk about Mercedes and, you know, WWE not even being in the picture and she will do fine, mm -hmm. you know, because she's she like it's not like, you know, she was starting in the WWE and she was at the NXT, you know, she's a PC and we kind of heard her name. She's done so many things. She she's had a great career at WWE and, right. you know, um, there is a high chance that she'll be back. But I mm -hmm. agree with you, um, Teflon G. Uh, I, I agree with you that um, the, it's, it's, the time is not now. However, there is somebody, uh, a friend of mine, who did make the case that it might be now. And um, for, for one thing that you can say is um, a lot of people have been saying that, you know, they're not going to go back until there's an apology. And the thing is, um, you can't really apologize if they're not there. So if apologies to be had, that means they kind of would need to be back in order to officially apologize. Like you're not going to apologize when they're at other companies because, you know, it doesn't serve both things. So, you know, there's that as well. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I am, I also agree with you said that I do want to see, you know, she didn't get to do what she wanted to do at new Japan, bro. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. just kind of like if I were her, it's like you you signed there for a reason. It wasn't right. just to collect the check. So right. if I were her, I would definitely want to go back and do what I was supposed to do and see what that looks like. And she can still, like you're saying, go to Mexico. She can still do all the things and live her best life. So and then she can walk. So we don't know what runways her and Trin are going to be on soon as well. So there's so many things. Right. That book. It's different when you can just walk around and just know you're beloved wherever you go. Like mm -hmm. TK, you were there at the pyramid in Long Beach. You can tell that I'd say a good 80% of the audience that was there for resurgence were there for Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That says a lot. Yeah. Like very intimate venue and people were just anticipating her performance. Like she can go to so many venues uh, worldwide and get that same type of feeling. And like you said, it, it might be as simple as an apology, but that's going to take time to get to that point. And she was supposed to become that champion and a guy that had an untimely injury. So uh, there's a lot of, I'd say, bucket list items that she has to check off first before 
we ever get there. But we are in a never say never world as well. We are. And I, I'll mention this too, almost playing devil's advocate. And, and the problem that I think Mercedes may have is this. When she decided to go to New Japan, New Japan had launched its women's division, crowned its first IWGP women's champion. And it really felt, you know, they were strong in their partnership with stardom. And it just sounded like they're about to take over the world in presenting women's wrestling. Well, here we are at the tail end of the year that she debuted there. The woman she beat for the IWGP Women's Championship, the first champion, the inaugural champion, Kyrie Sane, is back in WWE. We don't hear any conversation about the IWGP Women's Championship at this point. And the only reason we occasionally hear about the New Japan Strong Women's Championship is because Julia's holding it and a lot of people are talking about where is she going to land. Right. So the challenge, I think, for Mercedes in terms of where she does go is, do you want to go to a place like New Japan that has not maintained the uh, allure to what they had presented in terms of their women's division? Mm -hmm. Or do you, you know, because if she goes at this point, we're now looking at who's she going to face because that women's division is what? You know, like it's not a thing. So if she's going to do some things internationally, the question now is where can she go to do it? Are Is New Japan committed to building or rebuilding their women's division to give her the opportunity to be that person? Or is she better suited to say, go to TNA and still have the ability to work in Mexico and work in these other places as the kind of, you know, contract mm -hmm. that TNA would offer? Um, so again, it ends up being up to her ultimately what she wants to do. But it's safe to say that the environment that she left for in New Japan doesn't seem to be the same. Stardom might be the better bet for her, but stardom isn't getting the kind of publicity that it did this time last year this is so engaging because like do you want to be a a fish in a, or a small fish in a big pond or a whale in a teardrop like it's going right. to be so we'll see over the next couple of months yeah but she's but she's been uh what, what the teardrop you said she's been the teardrop she started off as the teardrop and i feel like um if she were to go to New Japan Pro, there would be they will they will build matches around her because you have to when you talk to a lot of um, women wrestlers who are starting out or who are kind of trying to get, make their way up into the upper echelons as far as being signed to AEW and WWE etc. That everybody's naming Mercedes as someone they want to match with. Mm -hmm. So before they get hey cousin Ron, before they get you know signed and all this stuff. There, there are there are plenty of indie women wrestlers out there that will have amazing matches that New Japan Pro could bring to Mercedes that will equally make, I mean, Mercedes will make them look good and they will become also a name because they're going to have an amazing match. And so there's no shortage of women's wrestlers to do that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if, I mean, Impact is a possibility. I just, for some reason, I don't see it. I, I, and I can I, understand why she wouldn't do it. I, I think for her, perhaps in my mind, the reason she wouldn't do it is because 
I wonder, and again, I was never there, but I wonder if her and Mercedes or her and Trinity kind of made this decision. We're going to go dominate parts of the world and we won't get in each other's way, you know? Um, and so that, that could be a possibility, you know? Um, but I, whatever Mercedes does, I want her to do what it is that's in her heart to do and to accomplish the things that she wants to accomplish. And I just, I really do wish that New Japan um, was as committed now to promoting a women's division as they seem to have been a year ago. Well, I think it's a money thing too. Like, let's think about it. Um, it's, not Monet. Saying, <laughs> it's not even saying that their, their current wrestlers are not bringing in money. But like you said it yourself, said when we went to Long Beach, there was, mm -hmm. the majority of people are there to see her. Yeah. So if you bring her on, people are going to watch the matches. People are going right. to, because it's no different than when Trinity signed to Impact. For sure. Let, let's also be like, we've been covering Impact for a while. And, you know, I'm happy that people, you know, once Trinity signed up, now everybody's watching Impact. But that's, there's, there's a contingent of people that are watching Impact because of Trin. Absolutely. So yeah, I think it'll be the same thing for New Japan Pro, where it's like, yes, we all appreciate wrestling. And I think you referenced this too on um, Monday, Teflon G, that we don't have to watch everything. You don't have to be fans right. of everything. Right. And there's different stuff for different folks. So it's just kind of like, okay, she's there. You're going to watch. I'm not going to lie. There's a 98, 99, 100% chance. We, I mean, I went to Long Beach. I don't go to Long Beach. <laughs> I drove to Long Beach. So for y'all who don't know the reference of Long Beach, like I live tread, in tread, LA. I would say tread lightly, TK. Tread. I live in <laughs> LA proper. Like when you talk about, you know, the entertainment industry, like I'm I'm there. I'm in that, I'm in that 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 circle, right? Long Beach is way over. Like I have to like leave. It's it's you might as well just drive to a whole nother state. So wow. I do. I did all of that plus parking, like, and the the venue is beautiful. Like Long Beach mm -hmm. uh, State, like the college is beautiful. However, like, I ain't just rolling up to Long Beach every weekend. That's mm -hmm. probably the first time I've been in Long Beach in years. Wow. So, and I went there because of Mercedes. Yeah. Because honestly, she wasn't there. I'd be like, look, Sad, that's all you. Just take some pictures. <laughs> um, so, and I think I that's going to be the same thing as far as TV and everything else. Mm -hmm. Like, people want to see her. I mean, for a year straight, when they weren't anywhere, we had to put them in the box how many times? Right, right. For You're a right. year straight, they weren't saying anything. They still haven't nope. said anything. They were mm -mm. hit, hit, they've been hinted here and there. But they haven't done a whole full thing, mm -mm. so they haven't been. Excuse me, they didn't say anything. They were they were just showing up at doing some modeling stuff, taking some pictures, and people are losing their mind. So right. now she's actually going to go and wrestle consistently. I mean, it's a, it's it's a win. It's a win for New Japan Pro. Mm -hmm. Yep, it is. So we'll see. We, we will see. We'll see. Okay. Another thing you can see is this. Hey yo, you, yeah, you that's watching this. 
You sitting on the couch staring at the screen not knowing what you want to do. Like, this is an online college. Are you tired of wearing shirts that make you look like an extra stuck in catering? Do you want to step your wrestling swag game up to the next level? Then Women's Wrestling Talk has got you covered. Like, literally. Are you for life in pink or black and white? Or maybe you're the EST and people need to respect you accordingly. Want to put some pride in your stride and show off the muscle in your hustle? Then make sure you check out the WWT store. Not now, but right now. A'ight? What you waiting for? Head to www.talkpodstore.com and don't make me fight you. Shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Well, congratulations are in order uh, for Ty Mello and Sammy Guevara. They have just welcomed a brand new baby into the world. Had a new baby girl named Luna Mello Guevara. Apparently, the birth took over 24 hours, which is really quite crazy uh, when you think about it. So they they were married, of course, back in August of 2022. And uh, yeah, they announced her pregnancy at this year's Double or Nothing. So congratulations. Some good news to share there between uh, this great couple, a great wrestling couple, who now has a beautiful baby girl. Congratulations on so many wrestling babies. This is um, this is quite the era. I think it's going to be the Something's era. In the water. Something's in the water. A lot of babies, a lot of tell-all books, because those are going to be, come, especially from female wrestlers, those mm-hmm. are going to be coming out the world, like the next three to four years. Some, some situations yeah it's gonna be interesting and i think what's even more interesting and exciting is that many of these uh women wrestlers who are having children are not having to choose between their wrestling career and their families they're yeah. able to have these babies rest up recuperate and then make a great comeback and i think that may be the biggest win of all Because there was a time where if a woman got pregnant in pro wrestling, it marked the end of her wrestling career. So I'm glad that uh, this narrative has certainly changed. And Ty Mello is helping to add to that narrative. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was like, what, 10 10 years? It's probably less than that. When um, I remember when, um, oh, my God, I can see her face, but I can't think of her name. Are you referencing uh, the artist? Rosa Mendez. Oh, okay. Rosa Mendez, when she was pregnant, it was like kind of the last time where you could actually see the beginning, I should say. So you could see somebody pregnant and actually doing something. And then like, obviously she she's retired. Right. Um, but prior to that, like it was, yeah, no, that we're not, you're, you're, it's, it's a wrap. I'll never forget when uh, the artist formerly known as Karma, you guys will probably remember Mm -hmm. her, stood in the middle of that WWE ring uh, and said that she was pregnant and we didn't see her again, Mm -hmm. you know, and it wasn't really until kind of the, I guess, the glow movies um, Mm -hmm. that we started seeing her do some work. And then, of course, we just saw her at uh, the anniversary for Impact 1000 um, as Awesome Mm -hmm. Kong. So. I just remember that particular image going, wow, this is really unfair that women, when they're pregnant, they their career is over. So, yeah, yeah I'm glad that that, that narrative is, is different now. 
yeah, very true, very true. Anything to add to that to that said? No, I echo those sentiments uh, 100%. I think we've seen some of the beautiful stories of uh, women's wrestlers post-pregnancy. So congrats to Sammy and Tay. Um, I think that both of them will flourish after this. Seth's mm-hmm. about to pound the streets. This is ain't having no babies though. Making my side hurt. Wow. Um so so let's move from one thing that sounds impossible to something that also sounded impossible, but actually happened. Of course, the whole world is talking about uh the return of CM Punk. But uh said, would you like to dig into how this actually happened? So yeah, I was just reading this and doesn't really detail uh Come on, man. <laughs> it doesn't really detail much. But the cool thing that I've been reading, because everybody's swirling about CM Punk's return and how in today's age, they kept it close to the vest. Like it was really done as a secret. Uh, mm-hmm. Only the talent in the War Games match maybe knew beforehand that he would appear after the show. And the communication was really just silent outside of that. This was really between uh, Paul, Triple H, and Punk. And I was reading that. Triple A, sorry, uh, CM is actually the one that opened Alliance Communication to even make this possible, which is remarkable to think that he was like, okay, now's the time. It makes sense. So if you didn't like his promo Monday night, maybe there was some sense of um, genuinity in it, you know? Maybe you just felt like this is the right time. But it actually came together rather quick and it started, the tea leaves started probably last week when communication was open and it wasn't really decided till. I want to say the day of, like, hey, we're going to sign you, bring you in the Survivor Series, whatnot. So I think that's really cool. Um, in an era where everything gets broken before we as fans get to be surprised, this all came together rather quick. And not only that, this isn't like some one-off where CM Punk's contract is just for WrestleMania season, but it's going to extend past that. So we're going to see programs not only with the likes of a Seth Rollins. There's already plans for programs with like a Roman Reigns and. They're betting on the fact that CM Punk is older, but the fact that he can still wrestle high-quality matches, and if you put him in the ring with a high-quality performer that can wrestle a WWE style, that it will give him longevity in the ring and preserve his career. So I think those are all beautiful things that maybe we knew in the back of our head when you're doing AEW style and trying to keep up with a lot of young bucks, not literally, but you're trying to keep up with a um, lot of young wrestlers that can do a lot of extraordinary things. He needs to wrestle a more paced out style, preserve his, his body at his age. But I think it's just really miraculous that they were able to keep this as a surprise that nobody knew. After months of teasing, still nobody knew. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's remarkable. And it just shows, number one, that it still can be done. And it still shows that even in 2023, a surprise, a well-placed surprise will work tremendously and so i i absolutely love this i i want to touch on something because i think this is is interesting 
Um, there are, you know, punk is very polarizing, as people know, and people in the chat, there are some that are absolutely for CM Punk and some that, you know, absolutely are not. There was something powerful that was said uh, both at the media scrum and uh, I think he said it, CM Punk said it in his promo, and that is people change. And what I think doesn't get the benefit of the doubt is that people get the right to change and people get the opportunity to change. And, you know, what we're looking at is the WWE that CM Punk left is not the WWE that he's returning to. The CM Punk that left WWE is not the same, same CM Punk that is returning as well. The truth of it is we may never know what really happened with CM Punk in AEW. We may never really no. Um, I can say that it's safe to say that, you know, some things work better in different environments. They just do. And so I'll be intrigued to see what happens. Um, I think one of the things that was mentioned in that uh, particular article that's talking about this is how the, the return of CM Punk also will be used to help in the media rights um exploration that's currently happening for Monday Night Raw. So, you know, the media rights for SmackDown have already been secured for USA um, to the tune of like $1.8 billion or something like that. The media rights for NXT have been secured with CW. Raw is the only brand that yet has been secured for a new media rights deal. You add a CM Punk to a Monday Night Raw, this is a different conversation. Uh, I would like but, to see like NBC. I don't know why they just stood out to me, but well, promoting it with like Sunday Night Football and other things like that, I, I can see that being a thing. I hope they would do a better job than Fox did. Yeah. Because <laughs> Fox, when the folks on the NFL promoted it on Fox, it didn't feel very good at all. <laughs> it felt very forced, like, oh, we, we, must, we must read this. All right. Yeah. Charlotte Flair will show up this Friday on WWE SmackDown. Now back to the game, you know. <laughs> I think you're muted, TK. Your mouth is moving and we can't hear you. Oh, tune in. There you oh, go. It's the clone. It's the clone. It's the clone. Um, no, I, 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 I think with the raw of it all, um, the fact that, you know, the most tweeted, he did so many numbers and people lost their ish within um, – he was he was on he was on um, the PLE for all of what less than five minutes mm -hmm. and people lost their ish. So uh, I mean it, it makes sense money wise, and we'll and we'll see. I mean and it's and it's also good. I'm not I'm never really a fan of people feeling so strongly that they kind of wish that this man is you know getting a check. However, it's great that he because you 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 talk maybe about the Roman Reigns of it all. Mm -hmm. There's a point where they're pushing him down our throat so much. It was just like lukewarm. Nobody could care. No, other than him being hot, it was just like, I, I could care less. Right. Whereas CM Punk, people, it's like a visceral reaction, either great or not. And that's a good thing to have as a wrestler stepping back into WWE. That means mm -hmm. people are invested. It's kind of like yeah. almost the um, um, the Mayweather. I call it the Mayweather effect, but I'm sure mm. you can call it something else. Whereas like people paid money to either watch this man get knocked out 
or watch this man, 10 rings, slightly tap his opponent three times a year. Right. And we all, and we fell for it for what, five years, just in hopes of like, so I, I feel like, you know, when, when somebody, what, what, the slightly tap, what, what do you, what do you, what's your face for said? I'm, I made a face. Yeah, you, you did make a face because I said you made a face. Said, oh, oh, I... <laughs> oh, you made a face. I saw something. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't control that. But I mean, I, I, I hear your point. I hear your point. People, pe people pay to see Mayweather fail, but um, I would, I wouldn't say slightly tap though. I think that's why. Ten rounds, bro. Ten rounds. Ten, 10 rounds of a sheer boxing master to... class and domination. Like it's, I'm not, it's I, I yeah, am a Mayweather fan. I am not saying I'm not saying that, you know, what he did was wrong. I'm just saying is 10 rounds of him slightly tapping somebody while this person feverishly is trying to chase this man down for 10 rounds. I can't figure out the formula every single time. And the reason okay. is tap because okay. if he actually really took his power to punch somebody there was wrist issues that's why he was protecting himself so that's why he long, kept it long for 10 10 rounds slightly tap he played with them like those cats play with the little toys and then they just kept chasing him around the ring for 10 rounds okay 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 that's fine Jason. Please, there are several people who did and fell for it every single so time. I for for people that are fight fans I would just say this to the slightly tap thing there is something that made those people not want to engage and it wasn't no tap they tried to engage they and got hit and said and said and said oh shit I didn't know this old man could still hit like that let me let me let me try to be smarter about this it wasn't no slightly tap <laughs> that that's what I mean like I I don't know. I don't know that they couldn't. They couldn't catch him though. That's the whole thing. He wasn't. He, he no. He was. He would stand still fast. and just be dodgy, but not not running. It, this is a wrestling podcast, so um, <laughs> let's let's not get into the weeds about fighting. <laughs> just saying, Mayweather. Either way, as you guys could tell, because Seti said made a whole face, and you know didn't agree with my slightly tap. I it don't think I made a face. It, you it still brought a reaction, and that's what CM Punk is doing um, for folks. Either way, yeah, he he definitely is. I thought I saw two very interesting stats that speak to that. The ratings for Monday Night Raw this week uh, are somewhere in the around one point eight eight four million, which is up literally three hundred. Excuse me, four hundred and twenty thousand viewers compared to last week. Wow. 420,000 that's that's a lot of people that's a yes. lot of people uh you know in a in a monday space where you've got all of the other major sports that are running and then i also saw another stat that said that already cm punk now is the number one uh selling has the number one selling merch in both wwe and aew legitimately i don't think i've ever heard that happen anywhere before that's, that's crazy. crazy. I saw that stat too. That's mm -hmm. crazy. That's crazy. And then when you think about the WWE part, think about some of the high sellers of this year. We were just talking about the summer of LA night with yes. his merch. Yeah. We're talking about the, the Monday night mommy shirt doing numbers. Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. 
when you talk about just having a strong, yeah, the WrestleMania weekend, it was all mm -hmm. Cody merch. So you yeah. talk about somebody having such a strong fan base that they can just appear and people are going to support this wrestler with their wallet. We remember the fake TK saying, put your money where your mouth is just a week ago. And they That's are. what that means. They are. It, it's interesting because I think right now, WWE is in an extremely interesting place. And I'm very interested to see how this new regime is going to manage this because we're in a space. And I remember watching Raw Monday night going, holy cow, we have a lot of stars, a lot of big stars in WWE right now. I mean, think about it. At the top of the year, everybody was talking about, you know, the number one star was arguably Sami Zayn and or Cody Rhodes. And the big thing was who should main event mania because Sammy was so hot. You know, mm -hmm. you had Cody, you know, you had all things bloodline. And then here came the judgment day. And then here came Rhea. And then main event Jay Uso became a solo star. And then came LA Knight. You know, all of these stars. And then Randy Orton comes back. And then CM Punk. I mean, mm -hmm. think about this. Monday Night Raw was so stacked. It was so stacked to where Sammy shows up backstage. That's crazy. It starts with Orton. It ends with Punk. You got, oh man, it's going to be a very interesting time in WWE going forward because this is about as much star power as we saw for those who lived through the Attitude Era. And everybody's believable. Everybody. People talk about the Roman, the issue with Roman being champion for so long. You have so many believable threats that you would say, hey, he can dethrone or, hey, he can be champion anytime. You talk about uh, validating the new championship that Seth has. Now you have a depth of talent that can carry that banner as well. That'll make yeah. you forget that, hey, Roman's held the title for 2000 days like. And, and again, I think about all of the things that have happened. And Ron, you're right. Outside of the women, we didn't even get into Becky or Bianca, you know, mm -hmm. or Oscar okay. or Charlotte, you know, or, or, you know, all things damage control or, you know, like it is, it is an incredible time right now in WWE. And I forgot to mention Seth's name as, as a world champion, you know, the rise of Gunther that we have right now, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it's, it is mind blowing the amount of talent that is in WWE that people are cheering for or jeering feverishly. It's a beautiful time right now to be in pro wrestling. It definitely is. I mean, you didn't even make mention to Jade and where, you know, Jade. where she had land. Exactly. Like, Speaking this is of Jade, terrible. we actually just got word on what's going on with Jade when Triple H was asked a question. And Triple H wants you guys to know that just like, hey, be easy. It'll it'll come when it comes. Like he sees Jade as a talent that'll be here at the top for years to come. So they want to make sure she stays ready, so she don't got to get ready. So when she debuts, and there's no rumors or news on whether it'll be like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, it's like when she comes, you gonna see her coming. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, we're gonna make sure that she's bulletproof. And that's what I got from that expert is that she's gonna be bulletproof and so undeniable. They value her ability, star power, and talent so much that when she's on your TV screen for the first time, there's going to be staying power there. 
they're getting her right that there's going to be so much staying power that she's going to be undeniable. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that we might not even see a debut at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. We, it might be, it might, it, it, it might, it might be well into next year because, mm-hmm. because the only thing that's happening right now mm-hmm. is the demand is building. People want to yeah. know, and demand is just going to continue to build. They're going to say like, "Oh, well, is Mercedes coming back to Royal Rumble? No, we're going to get AJ Lee. No, we got CM Paul. Where's Jade?" They're going to keep saying, where's Jade? Mm -hmm. That's going to be so much of a big deal that when she shows up, it's going to be a moment, just like we saw with CM Punk. And don't let there be merch that releases before she ever debuts, because people are going to buy it. Like, this is all a money-making business, and it's all going to matter in the end when she finally shows up on your TV screens that we're going to be talking about it for days on end. And, And let's remember this, too. The only times we've really seen Jade has been in an AEW presentation. And I don't want anybody to mistake what I'm about to say. AEW did the absolute, well, did the best they could with, with Jade. Like, seriously, they, they, I mean, you could make the argument they could have put her in the world title picture, all of those kinds of things. But in terms of how they presented her, you know, she was undefeated for two years. You know, like her, her first loss was the loss of her championship at 60 and 0. You know, so it's hard to argue how she was presented, but nobody tells a story. Nobody does production and nobody presents you like the WWE. And I'm telling you, we talk about ways that we can't forget Jade. For whatever you think about the presentation of Jade Cargill, something tells me the first time she hits that stage in WWE, you're going to go, oh, my God. And that's the plan. And so they would rather present her in that way and and save it and make a moment out of it. That's what they do. That's what they do. And they do that really, really well. Yeah, you were saying um, you made reference to it, uh, Teflon G, about it's just a great time for wrestler. And it's so funny because I couldn't sleep last night and <laughs> um, I was going through my Instagram randomly and I found this clip because um, somebody mentioned Chelsea Green. And this mm-hmm. is, I want to play this um, in reference to where we are right now versus when this when this clip happened. Um, and I find it really, really interesting. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot this. Beg for a tryout. Oh, wow. And that would have been my third tryout. And, and I sent an email saying like, you know, I want to be here. And if you're not just hiring me after I leave, impact clearly there's something i need to show you right whether it's in the ring whether it's my personality whether it's my character whatever it is i will show you that as long as you give me this tryout and you will hire me you will want me when you when you see me that was the email Um, you sent yeah well because i needed to at this point it was Uh like i need them to know like that i'm i'm not someone you want to overlook right you know and and i've been you know i've done tough enough i've had we can like stop it there, but it's just like insane wow. that like I st- I stumbled on this clip and I was like, oh my god! Like you're seeing Chelsea now, and this is what her third run at WWE because you know she right. had what two two arm in- like now she's like it's just it's so crazy to like listen to that clip where it's just like oh wow, yeah.
like she was pretty much like like y'all need to hire me mm-hmm. and it's like we all saw well i the people who watched impact saw it right right because what she's doing now is just a build off of what she's been doing in impact it's not like you know and you know i'm not speaking for her there it might be something different but to me it's not like there was a moment where she's like ah, i got it i feel like she's always had it mm-hmm. and now they just kind of gave her the runway to like explore so wow. like like listening to stuff like that and then seeing where we are and then you know you like rambling off all these people we have now it's a really good it's a really good place to be as far as wrestling and then even the the, the aews of it all mm-hmm. i'm really hoping that they're gonna have that moment where it's gonna make sense like it's like okay they're doing this they're mm-hmm. doing that this is the roster that i have how are yeah. we gonna make this make sense because it's yeah. not like there's not talented individuals there. right right it's yeah. just a right. matter of figuring out what's gonna work and who's it and who is it for you can't please everybody so you know let's let's you, let's let's start with that you you are 100 right it is about like any business identifying who your audience is who is your audience and catering to them it's not throw something up against the wall and see what sticks and so you know for all of the things that you know we talked about on monday in terms of what people think about aew i do think aew just got a big win uh as the pre-sale is up now for all in wembley and uh, you know that was the last big announcement from uh ar khan and the good news is that already in the first two days they have sold something close to forty thousand tickets in the first two days of pre-sale for uh wembley stadium now again pre-sale started on monday so this is monday and tuesday forty thousand tickets and the official on sale date is friday so this is really good news and i think this couldn't have come honestly at a better time for AEW. They need some good news out there. And I think it says a lot that mm-hmm. in the midst of everything that has happened um, in WWE and in AEW, that the fans are still very interested in Wembley Stadium, you know, so much so until 40,000 presales, you know, which again, that's. That's a massive number, guys. Mm-hmm. It is a massive number. So, you know, for those who are feeling like, oh, it's over. No, 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 it's not. And to me, I'm very interested to see how they rebound. But this is a great start. And I think, you know, when you look at the success of All in London in 2023, it was obviously their largest gate. Um, not only was it their largest gate, but it was their largest pay-per-view buy. They had 200,000 pay-per-view buys on that. Um, which is double their average of about 100,000. So, you know, congratulations to AEW. And, um, of course, tonight continues the Continental Classic. And, um, yeah, so I hope they continue to build. This is a great question from Dylan for those who are listening and watching. He says, do you think AEW would be able to get that many tickets in America or somewhere else abroad? I'll let you guys tackle that first. I don't think America, but I definitely think... Huh? What was it? Forty k? Uh, yeah. And I don't know if he's referring to the forty k presale or if he's referring to what all of uh Wembley did. 
Yeah, I don't think America, but I think uh, I, I definitely think because I feel like here we are we are we are spoiled. Like if you think about it, and, you know, um, um, maybe when Adrian comes on or when you talk to him on Tuesday, you can ask him this. Mm -hmm. When you think about, it, they don't get the WWEs and the AEWs often like we do. Like for right. instance, in LA, um, I don't know what what would you say? Said WWE, you're gonna see at least two to three times a year, including house shows. Um, and then on top of that, you can go, you know, statewide, you can go to Arizona. Like you can, if you really want to see some shows, you could see some shows. And it's the same thing. Yeah. With AEW. Um, and I don't think it's the same, um, for overseas. So, you know, now we're getting AEW did this big push and now WWE had announced that they're going to be overseas and they're doing a couple of countries, which mm -hmm. hasn't been, I mean, we are, we came through the pandemic and all this. It's not necessarily the norm. So now it's like you have these fans because they show them all the time. I mean, we saw the fans that were in the UK when they lost their ish and they saw CM Punk. We see them in right. Ireland. They WWE shows these people. So they're there. So yeah. now you get to see it in person, which is not our, which is not their norm, which is, you know, mm -hmm. our norm. So I definitely think that overseas they're going to meet, they're going to make a, a killing. Because now you see all these, it's almost like in LA, this is the difference between like LA and Long Beach. In LA, you can see a celebrity walking rocking around like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. Why? Why the face set? Are you like who? Who lives? Who lives in Long Beach? Yeah, Long we, Beach? we 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 are not gonna keep this in like Long Beach like this. Like, what what is going on? <laughs> I'm just saying it's like I'm I'm saying that my my everyday or even the gym I go to, there are people that you see on TV that I see at the gym. That's like my normal, right? But like, for instance, when I used to do the TMZ tours and we had people from the Midwest, they were losing their ish just seeing me because they saw me on TV. And it's just like, I ain't, I'm just a girl trying to make it. I'm Canadian, just trying to make it in America. Like I ain't, if there was something below a Z-lister, that's me. Like I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of one of those things where it's different. It's a different perspective. We're spoiled over here. So you go overseas, it's like, we don't, we don't see that. So, you know, they're going to they're going to jump at those tickets. Yeah, I, I agree. And it also speaks see, to see, again. That, that, are you reading this? Ed? Are you re are reading this? Ed? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I grew up in Long Beach. I don't I just I just it's, it's, a, nothing, it's a beautiful it's no city. Shade, it's no shade to Long beautiful Beach. City. I'm just saying. You're not seeing I, you're not seeing, you know, a celebrity. We, like, and then on top of that, too, it's like yeah, we we are. We are, we all don't have a three hundred dollar gym membership, CK. You know, it's two hundred. You know. <laughs> we, we all don't have, we all don't spend that much on the uh, on the special gyms. You know. <laughs> oh man! I mean, you're the ones with the sugar, mama. I'm just Ooh. trying to survive. Is my at your gym? You see my at your gym ever? No. No, she live okay. in LA. Okay, just just checking. My at your gym, I'll pay for it. No, today. Oh my, oh my, yeah. So, kudos to uh, AEW. Certainly a big deal for all that they have going on. And uh, again, I'm excited for them, and I'm excited to see how <laughs> they will respond um, to all of the things that are going on tonight. Of course, we'll continue uh, the Continental Classic. So be on the lookout for that. It'll be matches from the Gold League tonight. So 
check that out. And uh, yeah, I'm very interested to see uh, what AEW does next. Anything to add, Sid? <laughs> I, I I completely lost where we were at. I'm not going to lie to you. Most... I plead the fifth completely. Oh. What story? Uh, we're, we're not going to make a mockery of me. What, what, what story? I'm that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey. That was aggressive. That was aggressive. Well, well, I guess we could, you know, we started with news on women's wrestling. We should probably end with news on women's wrestling. There's been a lot of speculation about what's next for Ronda Rousey. After all, if you watched Honor Club last week, she was on Ring of Honor for the first time ever in a tag team match where she teamed with Marina Shafir against Athena and uh, uh, her partner, whose name is Billy Starks. There it is. Thank you. Um, and so... The question now is, will we see Ronda Rousey show up at final battle? Is there a deal in place with her and Ring of Honor? Well, the word on the street is there are no talks between Ronda and Ring of Honor or AEW. Um, in fact, apparently she's not even looking to pursue a career in pro wrestling in the short term. Her focus right now, and TK kind of alluded to this, is her memoir. She's got a memoir coming out. It's called Our Fight. It's set to hit uh, top of April, last I knew, same week as Becky. Uh, Becky Lynch, which I think is awfully interesting. So it seemed like that God, really was a mark there. Like right. It really feels like that was a one-and-done situation uh, for Ronda Rousey. She just came to uh, help and support her friends. Now, again, after what we just saw this weekend, this may or may not be true. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I think, you know, I, I don't I don't want to go so far as to say death to the dirt sheets. But I think if you really want to pull off a surprise, you can't leak this kind of information to the dirt sheets. So I'm not saying that it's not true. But I'm just saying that, you know, um, there were no confirmations of CM Punk showing up at WWE and there he was on Saturday. So maybe there's a thing. Maybe there's not. I tend in this particular case to kind of believe that maybe there's not a thing. Maybe Rhonda did just do this because Rhonda is not in the position where she needs to be in pro wrestling. You know, right. it's something even when she joined pro wrestling, she didn't need it. She wanted to do it. So when you want to do something and then you don't want to do it because you have other priorities, you don't have to. So we'll see. We'll see. Final battle is a couple of weeks away. And obviously, if Ronda Rousey's not in that space, that makes sense. Um, and yeah, she doesn't have to recommit to pro wrestling if she doesn't want to. But I do think her book will be very interesting in April. Oh, for sure. There's there's so much because I think her last book ended before she married her husband. Okay. So she has all of that and WWE and also leaving UFC because I think her book ended with her being on top. So mm -hmm. this is before, you know, the kicks and Ellen and all the things. So, you know, she's definitely going to cover um, 
cover that. Um, however, I feel like if she were to come back, I don't know if um, ROH or AEW would be the best bet. I think like something like Impact, where they do where they do a taping like once a month or a couple mm-hmm. times, like you know, those kind of clustered of tapings. Those that would be a better situation for her because then she can kind of get back to her life and do all the things. Um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, if I were her, I'd be like, I, I would, I would literally, if I were her, given the love that she received from some folks so that she received um, out here in LA, I would just literally just randomly start showing up to indie, like no announcement, just like one-offs, just right. like she, she put it on her calendar like five times a year. Mm-hmm. Like you had to be there. Yep. Yeah, you had to be there. Like no announcement, just like one one-off, like you saw it, you didn't, don't know what to tell you, like yeah. that type of thing. Um, or obviously do the announcement and you know the promotion makes money but i mm-hmm. that i think that's meant more if i were her that would be more of my students because you don't she out there with the animals she farming she a mom like she's happy yeah you happy mm-hmm. um both the same with ronda dethrones but then that means she'll have to like commit to a schedule yeah i don't think yeah she I think I think what we've seen is that she's really just trying to put her best friend on. It's like, hey, I can show up to help my best friend elevate and mm-hmm. get some more shine off my name. Why wouldn't I do that for my best friend? It's like when right. I'm out here in L.A. or Long Beach and I can't get in the club, I'd be like, hey, I know TK. Look at this text thread. And they let me in right away. It's the same thing. So why would you not elevate your your people? Look. That's I don't know about getting in the club, but you could definitely pull up some places. <laughs> With that being said, I think it's I think it's time. Says about to pound the streets. This is that clip is so aggressive. I mean, so I, don't aggressive. Have, I don't think she would have just said it just out the blue. She said it because. You pulled up. Just saying. With that, well, let's let you get back to the streets that he said. Uh, and the mimosas. Where can everybody find you? And the most. Um, you can find me on Twitter at said said underscore S A Y S on the gram. I said is the answer. Check out a couple articles that dropped in the past seven days exactly on dailyddt.com chronicling everything survivor series check out my journalism work on my website cedricdwelton.com and i'm pretty sure pretty sure that the boss lady is going to have me write something on this platform in the near future so i'll probably have an article up really soon it's meat not on meat <laughs> wow wow go forward <laughs> where can everybody find you teflon G? Uh, man you guys can find me at bonnerfied on all the socials uh you can check out my commentary work in a few places with southern honor wrestling and iwe on iwtv you can check out my work with uh all caribbean wrestling on the youtube page for all caribbean wrestling you can also check out my work with the nightmare factory also on youtube and then this friday night you can check out my debut uh, on the broadcast team with Ashe Wrestling. I am so excited about this. This is going to be awesome. 
It's going to be really special, guys. So if you cannot be in Charlotte, you can check out the live stream. You can go to the website, ashewrestling.com right now and uh, purchase either your ticket or uh, your access to the live stream and check it out. It's going to be absolutely special. Of course, you can check me out here on WWT Live and you can check out my own podcast as well. A pro wrestling podcast called The Faction at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Whew. Well, it's time to get out of here. You guys can follow me on everything at what are you looking at? I was I was reading the comment. I'm I don't I'm not aware of these faces. I was just reading the comment. <laughs> he wants you to change your your lower third to the Duke of Lineville. Oh yeah, I can do that. I can make that happen. Um, while Seth is doing that, or maybe for the next show, because, you know, he has to get to the streets. Uh, you can follow me on everything at TK Trainer, and make sure you check out Women's Wrestling Talk at www.talkpod.com. Um, wow, yeah, damn, uh, today is Wednesday. We have quite a few interviews, uh, that we're doing that are going to be dropping on, uh, Fight TV. Um, two in particular in the next two weeks is going to be quite interesting. It's going to be a throwback to, uh, the scrum at AEW. I'll leave it at that. Um, so you can look at look forward to all of that stuff. Um, make sure to check out our merch in that corner. Uh, you can scan I mean, muffins or pickles involved. Maybe. Said Scrum AEW. I've seen a couple that had muffins, some that had pickles. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just you know, if you watch the scrum, there might be stuff coming there. You know, okay. say love you. We all love pickles. Don't you like pickles, Zed? I hate pickles, actually. Don't don't eat them. Don't put them on my burgers or nothing like that. Not not my thing. Okay. No offense to pickle lovers, but just not my thing. All right. Well, there that is. Said uh, doesn't like pickles. Um, but you can follow us on everything. Uh, definitely check out. Uh, what is today's today's is today Thursday? No, today's Wednesday. Um, so we be on the lookout uh, on Friday. We're debuting our Impact uh, post show Friday morning. And then you can uh, check us out for our WWT Live on Friday as well. Um, and all the things. So a lot of great things are happening. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Shout out to Bosa, our informational officer. Dylan, our um, unofficial official producer. Uh, DJ Magic J, Jeffrey, Bobby, JD. All of you guys for tuning in. You definitely make, um, actually, I'm going to give you a little thing. I used to hate doing live shows, and I really love doing live shows now. So I appreciate you all um, for that. So, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for rocking with us all this time. Thanks to, to my um, my day ones, the after buzzers, for following through the journey, jumping over the pond into WWT land. So really appreciate you all for all of that um and all the things and the constant support and with that being said thank you for watching women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet till next time guys ciao what's up guys it's your girl red velvet from straight out of your mama's kitchen doing what i do best stirring it up and you are now watching women's wrestling talk Women's Wrestling Talk, 